Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss President Biden's cancellation of the Keystone Pipeline. On President Biden's first day in office, just hours after he'd been sworn in as president, he issued an executive order canceling the Keystone Pipeline. This project has been stopped start for over a decade. Alberta in Western Canada produces oil from bitumen, a sticky, viscous liquid that's similar to tarmac. Removing the oil from the bitumen uses a lot of energy. And you may have seen those terrible photos of what looks like a moonscape where bitumen has been scraped off the surface and processed. It's often referred to as tar sands, although the Canadians prefer the more politically correct oil sands. Alberta is limited in ways to get its oil to market. Nearly three years ago, Kinder Morgan gave up trying to build an oil pipeline from Alberta to the Pacific coast near Vancouver. It was called the Trans Mountain Pipeline because it was supposed to move Alberta's crude oil over the mountains to the Pacific for exports. British Columbia, who didn't want the pipeline, got into a dispute with neighboring Alberta who did. Kinder Morgan, feeling stuck between two provincial governments, sensibly sold the Trans Mountain Pipeline to the Canadian federal government at a good price. Ottawa then promptly ran into a domestic court challenge on the pipeline they had just bought. Alberta has been struggling for a long time to reduce the cost of moving its oil. Shipping it by rail is expensive, which lowers the value of the oil they produce. Moving oil by rail car is also dangerous. In 2013, such a train crashed in a small town in Quebec. It killed 47 people in a fiery inferno. Pipelines are much safer means of transportation. The Keystone Pipeline is supposed to bring Alberta's crude oil to the U.S., where it can be refined or sent overseas. But the problem is that environmental extremists who overwhelmingly vote Democrat see blocking the Keystone Pipeline as an important way to keep some of the nastiest crude oil off the market. Joe Biden pledged to cancel it if he was elected. And last week, he fulfilled that pledge. The leader of our closest ally retroactively vetoed approval for a pipeline that already exists and which is co-owned by a Canadian government, directly attacking by far the largest part of the Canada-U.S. trade relationship, which is our energy industry and exports. That was Jason Kenney, leader of the province of Alberta. Because TransCanada, who's trying to build a Keystone pipeline, thought that there was too much political risk, Alberta stood behind the project with a $1 billion guarantee of taxpayer money, which is now likely to be lost. Albertans are upset, and I don't blame them. What use is any permit if a new administration can just come in and rip it up? Obama blocked Keystone. Trump approved it. Biden has now blocked it. This decision was made without even giving Canada the opportunity respectfully to make the case for how Keystone XL would strengthen U.S. national and energy security, uh, that it, how it would uh, bolster both economies 
and how our two countries could find a path together on climate and environmental policy. How are companies supposed to make investment decisions when the rules keep changing? What's interesting is that now climate change is an important part of US policy. We're going to see how difficult it is to make useful progress. Cancelling Keystone won't make a dent in global emissions, and it may increase them if Canadians ship their oil by rail instead. But it shows how much of the action on climate change focuses on imagery instead of solutions. For example, we could make our entire power system carbon-free if we've moved it to 100% nuclear. If the world is as much at risk as we're told, we should be seizing solutions that use technology that works. We could quickly incentivize people to switch from traditional automobiles run on gasoline and into electric vehicles if we imposed a carbon tax. But that's a political non-starter, because although voters express concern about a warming planet, they're not so worried that they want to pay much more for energy. Or we could outlaw coal and insist that power plants use natural gas. That's how America's emissions have been falling for over a decade. But we're not outlawing coal either. Instead, we're being pushed to use solar panels and windmills. I find it pretty frustrating. Environmental extremists ignore the most obvious solutions. And meanwhile, America's CO2 emissions are going to start climbing again. Because believe it or not, we'll be using more coal this year than last. And coal's market share will increase by more than all the clean energy sources. Because it's cheap. And our provincial government here is investing billions of dollars in the development of uh, emissions reductions technology uh, to further make progress on this important front. In other words, Canada is part of the solution to the energy transition. But uh, today's decision was made without giving Canada the chance to make that case. Canada claims they have more ambitious plans than the U.S. They do at least have a carbon tax, which we'd have in America if there was a clear discussion of the benefits. A responsible strategy to combat climate change will phase out coal, replacing it with natural gas, and work hard to explain people why nuclear power is safer than anything else. Otherwise, we're going to get distracted by things like the Keystone Pipeline, which won't make any difference. It's time to get religion out of the climate change debate and start being pragmatic. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.